everyone. Thank you guys so much for joining us here at Hope City Church. Hey, today we're going to talk about our anchored hope. Yes. But before we do, please like, share, and press that notification bell. The best way to partner, partner with us here at Hope City Church. And before we get started and dive into our message today, our anchored hope, let's uh, open up in prayer and honestly really prepare our hearts. And if you have prayer requests, put that in the chat box. We'd love to be praying with you and for you as we are going throughout our week. God, we thank you so much, God, for all you, that Lord. it is that you're doing. God, I thank you that you are our hope. God, you are the anchor to our soul. God, everything that we need, we can find in you. God, I thank you that you lead us, you guide us, you direct us, you go before us, you prepare a way. God, you're thank our you, rear Lord. guard. God, we thank you. Uh, God, even in this time and the season, whether we're going through a time of learning and growth, God, we're even yes. going through a time of where it's just peace and it's the calm. And God, we thank you, God, all that you're doing, God, and all that we have has come from your hand. God, you are so good and faithful to thank us, God. Jesus. God, help us to be difference makers in our circles of influence. Give us ears to hear and hearts to receive. God, and let us have hands of action in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our anchored hope. So we're wrapping up our series coming, calling that we have called Overcoming Life's Challenges. Yes. With this final message. We think our anchor, but you never oh, know, but you never know. Um, you know, as we navigate uh, through challenges yeah. and uncertainties of life, um, it is crucial to find um, the source, I would say, of yeah. our anchored hope. Yeah. Um, it's very important, it's very important that we also understand. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Yes, uh, let's so today we're going to explore four points that remind us of the power yes. and the significance of having hope in our lives. There's this hope that, uh, I don't know, that. Passes our understanding, guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. This hope, this hope. So, our number one, our source of hope. Yes. What is our source of That's hope? Good. Romans chapter 15 in the New Testament of the Bible, verse 13, Paul the Apostle says this I pray that God, the source of our hope. Uh, yeah. So, we start talking about this, right? Yeah. Uh, what's the source of our hope? I pray that God, the source of our hope. So, God is. Our source of hope yeah, so will fill you completely with joy and yeah. peace because you trust in him. I, I would say this. If your life is not marked by joy and peace, doesn't mean that joy and peace is like joy and peace is not like. Why don't I, how can I say it's not doesn't mean that there's not circumstances in our life that are terrible. Right. But as as we are anchored in the source of hope, uh, this joy and peace that as we trust him becomes a part of our life. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's all candies and roses and you walk around with the, you know, the, the perma smile on all the time that, right. you know, smiling's better than frowning, you know, turn that frown upside down, but all that, but it's understanding that yeah. I pray that God, so who is our source of hope uh, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Yeah. Then you will overflow. That's a beautiful part. That yeah, transition. That. Then yeah. you overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Our hope is not found in the circumstances of yeah. this world, right? It is found yeah. in the character of our God, okay? Uh, and it's through the power of the Holy Spirit that we can experience hope yeah. that overcomes any situation. Let me make a little comment about that before yeah. Pastor Andrew continues. It might not change the situation you're in. Yeah. But it has the ability to change you in that situation. Yeah. You know, in, in which I, I love, what, you know, what you said. I think sometimes people think that joy and peace are emotions. Yes, that yes. Feel. You, you knew I was trying, I was trying to yeah. get. Yeah. Emotions that we feel, but joy and peace are not emotions. Right. And joy and peace should not be dictated on circumstances because it's a fruit of the spirit. 
It is something that the, the Holy Spirit provides to us, yes. right? Galatians 5, the, the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. That is something that we can't work up, we can't conjure up, but God works in yeah. us. It's fruit. It is yeah. the fruit yeah. of our life oh, as that. God is working in us. And so when you're like, I don't feel peace, peace isn't a feeling. And I think that's something that we need to understand because we can get confused about, you know, well, I should mm. feel this way. Peace is a a mental choice that we make based on what God has provided to us and we can walk in joy peace, and peace. It's fruit, yes. right? So you eat of it. Yeah. It's something you can eat of. You can partake yeah. in. Maybe we should talk about the fruit of the spirit more. I think so. I mm. think, you know, it, because it's, it is a staple. You can be it fruity. It is necessary yes. That's for very life. good. I love how you yeah. connected that. Yeah, joy and peace. See, see, mm. is the fruit of the spirit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's in you. It is in you. It's in you. And yeah, honestly, we can it. partake of it anytime. Yeah, yeah, and maybe yeah, we yeah. should dive into that wow. and then, like take a a segue, Ooh, um, a segue and do do like maybe an. This could be eight or nine. You know, we never know. We don't because care. Because I think it's important to understand when we overcome life's challenges. There's tools in our tool belt that we don't know that we have and we don't know how to use. The mm. fruit of the spirit is one of those tools what... that we have that we need to learn to use in our everyday life. Woo! Okay. Preach it. Mm, this is good. Okay. So number one, our source of hope yeah. is Jesus. Number two, our hope in difficult times. I love what Psalms 42 11 says. Why am I discouraged? Mm. The psalmist it is so good. If you struggle with emotions, anxiety, just things going on in your life, if you're going through a tough time, yes. reading through the Psalms is one of the best things that you can do because a lot of times it starts off with why? Yeah. You it know, really is. it's really yeah. a cry out from how I feel. And then we get to a place where it goes from why this to why God and God you yes. and all this kind of stuff. So I want to encourage you in that. You want to say, where, where, where can I start to read the Bible? I want to encourage you to read read the Psalms. Yeah, it's a great place to start. So in a translation that yeah. you can understand. Yes. <laughs> mm. Scroll down, watch that message from last week. That's good. <laughs> Psalms forty two eleven. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise Him, my Savior and my God. Even when I feel this way, even and I can't. I, I can't answer these questions, and sometimes we're not going to get the answer to these questions. Sure. But I can say, you know what? This is how I feel. I don't know why. I'm going to ask God, and He can help me. But then I'm going to change it to I'm going to decide to praise yeah, Him. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's I will praise Him again, my Savior, my God. Despite our circumstances, we can choose to praise Him by fixing our eyes. And I'm going to say fixing or focusing. Yeah our eyes on him, we receive strength, comfort, and a renewed hope. Hope isn't just a one and done. Hope needs to be renewed. It needs to be refreshed. You know, sometimes, you know, hope deferred makes the heart sick. We're hoping for something and we don't see it come to pass. Yeah. You know, our hope can get sick, but we need a renewed and a fresh hope every day. Our hope is not in vain for our God is faithful and will see us through. And I love what, I wanna read one more scripture. It's yes, Isaiah 40, 31. Talk about, you know, sometimes it's better to get a better um, viewpoint mm -hmm. and to see things from a different perspective. When we're fixing our eyes on and focusing our eyes on, it's important, you know, and so my phone is going crazy. Um, you lost it. No, it's it's 31. Right there now. it is. You found it. 
uh, Isaiah 4, chapter 40, verse 31, in the Old Testament of the Bible, it says this, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So when we begin to trust in the Lord, our strength is going to be renewed and we're going to begin to see from a different perspective and our hope is going to be renewed. We're going to feel refreshed. We're going to be comforted. And you know what? We're not going to grow weary. It's going to give us the oxygen yeah. needed to continue the race. Man, that's good. Mm. So four, four, four things we're looking at. Our source of hope. Yes. Our hope in difficult times. Yes. How about this one? Our hope for the future. Which I think is so good because, I mean, some of us are a little bit frozen on things that yeah, are going on. Our, our hope for the future. Yeah. We're looking at the world and, man, it's, you know, the more you're on social media, it's probably not. I, I love social media. Yeah, I think I mean, it could be good and bad. And you have to, yeah. yeah. I mean, social media is great. The, the world is small, very small. The world has come to the palm of your hands. Right? Yeah. A lot of us are watching, could be watching this on your, on your, when you're literally watching it on your phone, in your hand. Yeah. Um, you could be talking to somebody in any part of the world. Yeah. In any moment which we've done many times. And in, in that, this world view, this world is so small now. We're so connected. So yeah. like, we're so passionate about it. And we, can, and we can say like, man, what is going on? And how does this affect yeah, my life? That's so good. I hope for the future. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you. So God has plans for you, right? No, that's Declares good. Lord. Yeah. Isn't that great? You may not even have a plan for you, but God has a plan for you. I think it's important to, to understand. Right. It's not like we're just like, boom, we're created. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a plan and a purpose. He says, for I know the plans I have for you. Yes. Right? So life is to discover the plan of God for you, right? Uh, plans to prosper you and he's telling you not to harm you. Plans to give you a future to hope, hope and future. So how does this work within my, life, my, my own life? Yeah, it's good. I make a plan to yeah. discover God's plan. Yeah. Right? The Bible tells us um, man plans his ways, but the direction comes from the Lord. Yeah. So I make a plan and in my making my plan, I'm discovering God's plan for me. Yeah. Right. And then that God begins to direct. If you want to if you want to uh, 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 do something in your life, you have to make a plan. Yeah. Um, from a theological or from a, uh, a Christian perspective, from a sovereign pers perspective, if you don't make a plan, you get no direction from God. Let me say it again. If you make no plan, you get no direction. So as a man plans his ways, you begin to discover, for I know the plans for you. Yeah. So God has a plan for us, right? Even during trials, setbacks, or disappointments, we can have hope in knowing that God's plans are good. Yeah. As we trust in his plans, we can experience a renewed sense of hope, knowing that our future is secure in his hands. Can I give you one understanding of your future? Yeah. You will die. That is true. We are we we will be born and we will <laughs> I'll die. give you a fact of life. Uh, the plan, one plan for your future is that you will pass from this life to, to next. next. Yeah. And the plan that God believe God's plan of prospering in us and, and, and giving us this future, this hope and that he's not gonna harm you, give you a future to hope. Part of that is also eternal hope. Yeah. An eternal future. You will pass from this life as sure as I'm talking to you on this, on this uh 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 not a podcast, but on this video, yeah. um, on this service, in this time, you may be watching this. You could be watching this, and this is 2029. Yeah. This is 2041. Who knows what happens in the future? Yeah. And in 2041, I'm not going to look as good as I do right now. I'm going to look better, matter Amen. of fact. Amen. But you know what I'm saying? So the, the plan of God is that you will pass from this life to the yeah. next, right? God, some, some of his God's future's plans is for 
you to know him on earth yeah. before you bow that knee in, in eternal life, right? Yeah. So God's plans, our source of hope, our hope in difficult times, our hope for the future, and the final hope. Yeah. Well, not the final hope, but number four. No, which, which I think, yeah, the final <laughs> of our hope. And, you know, yeah. you know, the final, final hope after I said, you're going to die. <laughs> You know, and I think the one thing, said, you know, you're going to die, you know, our hope for the future, you know, when you're talking about that, you know, and you said that, that man plans his ways and you didn't finish the the, 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 the scripture, but the Lord directs the steps, which I think is so important. But I, I did want to say this. Well, you're like, well, I didn't get to go where I wanted to go. Well, we make a plan, but the destination is up to the Lord yes. and he directs us and he gets us to where we're going to what prosper and you're going to have a future and a hope, and that's where he wants you. But I love you know you have to make a step, and God's going to direct yes. you in that path. Yes. No, I thought it was good, and I was Amen. over here like literally said that like three times. I like, know, sorry. but I was like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's speaking to me too. But it's speaking to you. So number one, our source. Literally said that. Three of times. hope. <laughs> number two, our hope in difficult times. Number three, our hope for the future. I should push him out of the way, but there's a wall there. Um, and number four, our hope as an anchor. Hebrews 6, 19 says this, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. An anchor does what? It creates yes. security. It creates, so you don't drift, right? Yeah, so yeah. you are, you know. That's even the best. That's the best way to say it, right? So you don't drift. And I think a lot of times drift we a drift. Ways, but you don't yeah, and, it, and you yeah, know, yeah. it's it's like, you know, we're sitting there and all of yeah, a sudden we're great. like, how did we get all the way over here? Well, we don't have an anchor. There's nothing holding us and grounding yeah. us. And that is the importance of, you know, us having hope because it's the anchor to our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions. We wonder why our mind wanders. Mm -hmm. Our great. emotions are all over the place. We're not grounded. What are we grounded in? One of the greatest things that we can do that's going to build hope and faith in our life is to read the Bible. We talked about that last week on how to begin to do that in our life and allow the Bible, the words of God to begin to wash and renew our mind. And when we read the Bible, it's like the washing of the water of the word. And it begins yeah. to change the way That's that we great. think about things. How do we get an anchor? We have hope. What, how, what brings hope in our life? We need to have a source of hope. That is Jesus. How do we meet Jesus? We read the Bible. It is connected. How do we know what God says about us? How do we know who God is? How do we know what's in store? It comes from being anchored in him. Yeah, make a comment. Yeah, you, um, so, absolutely. Um, this is the reason why the attack against the Bible is so prevalent. Yeah. It's it's the enemy of the church. It's the enemy of God. Satan, Lucifer, the devil. Beelzebub. Beelzebub, whatever you call From the very beginning, he's attacked the word. Genesis chapter 3. Did God really say when you're in conversation with people, you hear, did God really say that? Did God really say it? You're, it's, it's the constant attack yeah. against the words of God. Did yeah. God really say it? And I love what you said. Some people would say, well, I disagree with that. You know, the only way I can get to know Jesus is to the Bible. Well, you're elevating the Bible above Jesus. You cannot know God no. outside of his word. No. You may have an idea of God. You can be led. You can be led to him. But outside of his word, the 66 books of the Bible, from Genesis to Revelations, is the unveiling of God to mankind for what he wants us to know yeah. right now. Yeah. Right. There's things we don't know. There's things that are mysteries and people get all caught up in those mysteries trying to figure out the things are mysteries. You can't figure out the things are mysteries. They're called mysteries. mysteries. There's some things we will never know till we get to heaven. You want to understand, we won't comprehend. So we spend so much time trying to figure out the unfor 
the unfigurable things you can't figure out, the unfigurable things. Yeah, whatever that word <laughs> whatever is. Whatever that would be. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Instead of going to the 66 books of the Bible, and then in that, being a person, like yeah. we talked about last week, in a one-year Bible reading plan. Okay, God, I want to know you. Yeah. And I want to know, not just not just that you know, I want to know me, yeah. who, who you see me to be. I want to see who you are. Yeah. In this plan of God. Right. So it's that that's understanding, you know, um, because I know I've heard people when you, you say that all the time, you'll never know God outside of the Bible. You'll never know Jesus outside of the Bible. Yeah. People are like, oh, how can you say that? Very simply, you'll never know who Jesus is yeah. outside the word. That little voice talking in your head is could not be him, could be you. Yeah. How do we how do we know? Yeah. If, if that voice that you I go out in the woods, I feel God. Getting, and yeah. how do you know you're feeling God? Oh, he's in there. You just you have nothing. You're not anchored. It's subjective. Very subjective. The the word of God is not. Yeah. Well, I, I like I've heard this many times, right? Yeah. You want to hear God speak to you? Yes. Yeah, I want to hear God speak to you. Read the Bible out loud. Well, and can I can I tell and you? God will speak to you. That's God speaking to you as much as. But we want to hear. It, it has to be the always. This, we want this ooky spooky spiritual yeah, yeah. feeling. Well, we think it's spiritual, emotional right? yeah. experience, and we change the verbiage and the things so people can connect with those things. Can I tell you? You will experience God if you open up the Bible and say, "God, speak to me." It might not be just like a, "Oh my gosh, it was like the the wave of oceans yeah. hit me and I was on the floor." It may not be like that. It may be yeah. like that. But can I tell you what ends up happening when you begin to read the Bible and you're trying to overcome life's challenges? It's the word of God that's yeah. hidden in your heart because you've read it. You, you've listened to it over and over. And that what's, that that hope and that anchor begins to come out. If you're in a situation, all of a sudden the word of God begins to come alive to you in that situation. It can't do that if you don't have it. That's good. Well, it's like we said about the, so about, about the soul. You said the soul. Yeah. The reason your mind wanders. Is because you're not anchored. You're not grounded. You're not grounded. Nothing's holding you down. See, and many of us don't understand what it means when you see the soul. Many yeah. people don't. We have this hope and anchor from the soul. What is the soul? Sometimes we don't understand what that is. That man has spirit, soul, and body. Yeah. Right? We're a three a triune, a triune. We are a triune person. Um, our soul, again, like you said, mind, will, emotions. Um, sometimes I say, I'm like, mm. I'm going to preach a word on the soul. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Most of us live that that's where that's where we live most of our life in our mind, our will and our emotions. It's going to be my way. Not yeah. I need to feel this. Not we should start leaning this, but I love what you're saying. You know, and it's we need that we without the anchor of God, without the word, we are like helium balloons, not weighted down. Our pastors used to say that. Um, you know what a tumbleweed is. Tumble, yeah. A tumbleweed is something that used to be alive, but now it's dead, and it just yeah. tumbles around. There's no, there's no. It has roots. no purpose. A there's tumbleweed has no purpose. Nothing holding it. Yeah. Nothing is securing it anymore. So it just tumbles. It tumbles around. It just tumble, tumble, yeah. tumble. That was a big struggle I had because I had no, I had no root in my life. Yeah. Uh, being raised a certain way, I had no root in my life. I had no, you know. And then you just become like a tumbleweed. But you can also tumble in your emotions. Yeah. You can tumble in your spirit. I mean, in your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. Those three, those three areas is the greatest areas that that has a tumbleweed mentality. Yeah. Something about being anchored, you yeah. know. And we want again, we want to we want to spookify. Yeah. We want to spookify our relationship with God. Yeah. And uh, until you ground yourself in the Word, um, and, and it becomes an anchor. Yeah. You'll just be like a tumbleweed. Yeah. Going over here, tumbling over here. Trying, trying to experience yeah. things and not ever finding 
not ever finding a place to rest. Amen. Mm, that's good. You want to land this plane? Let's land her. We would love for you to take the next steps here at Hope City Church. And the best, greatest yeah. way to support us by liking, sharing, and pressing that notification bell. That would be awesome. Yeah. There's uh, four over, I don't know how many people, four billion some people on social media. Yeah. And we should, the reason we ask you to like, share, press the notification bell is that's how the algorithms on social media work. The yeah. more people that share, the more people that like, the more people, the algorithms say, they're talking about this content. Yeah, and the more people that can hear. Yep, and we get more. There's more people watching than we ever will realize. Yeah. And so we thank you for that. We thank you for being a part of the Hope City Church community in any way. And yeah. we'll, we'll see you guys around. Boom!